Thanks to Indeed for supporting my show. Attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours looking for candidates with the right skills. Start hiring now at Indeed.com slash happy. Offer good for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Thanks to Wave for supporting Earn Your Happy. Hair care is about more than just styling. A daily hair and scalp health regimen can make a huge difference. Way's new scalp serum and thick and full supplements are a complete solution for promoting the appearance of thicker and fuller, healthier hair. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Lori to get 15% off your entire purchase. Mindset is absolutely critical and important when it comes to high performance in anything, Mm. whether it's sport, whether it's fitness, whether it's career, doesn't matter. Your Mm. mindset is so key. Welcome back to the show. You guys, if you don't know, I am texting you a daily message every single day for free. So if you want to be a part of this group, you can text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I absolutely love connecting with you over there. It's truly a beautiful experience for me to see who's listening to the podcast and to be able to chat with you and see what messages are hitting because these are the messages that truly I am resonating with right now and that I'm writing for me and the conversations that I'm having with my friends. And just a note of one of the texts that I recently sent out a couple days ago, it says, hey, don't forget how freaking amazing you are. You've been through so much and you know that you can rely on yourself. All you're missing is making sure your schedule has more challenges in your life. Put something on the calendar each week that makes you uncomfortable and watch how much more you start to trust yourself when you follow through. Confidence comes from following through on the commitments you desire for yourself. So you guys, if you want a daily message like that, an inspiring message, a journal prompt, a manifesting affirmation, this is what I'm sending you every single day, Monday through Friday. So go ahead and text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And today on the show is Nathan Chan. He is the founder of Founder. It's a global media and education company, and it's for aspiring entrepreneurs. He had a fire in his belly, and he launched Founder back in 2013 with nothing but a laptop and a fistful of dollars because he was frustrated with a lack of quality, actionable content for entrepreneurs and founders. Fast forward to the present, Founder now connects millions of people every single month with some being the most successful living entrepreneurs of our generation. Our magazine covers have been blessed by the likes of Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, Ariana Huffington, Mark Cuban, Tim Ferriss, Peter Diamantes, Bobby Brown, and many more. They break down strategies and experiences into actionable, battle-tested content through digital magazines, podcasts, videos, blogs, and online courses so that everyone can grow a successful business. You guys, let's get into the show. Nathan, I'm so excited to have you on this show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Laurie. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Oh my God, you guys, he is in Australia and yep. it's 6 a.m. I literally was like, what time yep. is it there for you? Because it, it appears either a little dark, like it's evening or morning. And he's like, I literally just woke up. So bright and early, we're starting your day 
on the podcast. So hopefully your brain is fresh. I'm so excited to chat because you have done so many different things. I can't wait to chat about what you're doing right now, which is your incredible online education platform, which we're going to dive into. But first I want to ask you, what did you grow up thinking that you would be and how does that differ from exactly what you're doing now? Like, what was it in your mind that you were like, okay, I'm even if you weren't totally sure, what is it that you thought you would end up doing or be or be in? I thought that I'd be either a lawyer or a journalist. <gasps> um, Interesting. Yeah. And I ended up kind of being a journalist. Like, if I think mm. of the work that I'm doing now at Founder, it's really kind of, an investigative journalist, like how the hell are these people building the kinds of businesses they're building and what does it take? What are the lessons learned? What are the experiences they can share? And we really go extremely hard to find like the best people we can and and some of the most successful people we can to give back on our platform in many ways. So what was it that made you think that? Like, were you, were you an eight-year-old? Like, I'm going to be a journalist or was this like something that you yeah. saw around you? Did you know somebody who was? Where did that come from? Honestly, I don't remember. All I remember is I used to say to my parents that I think I want to be a journalist or a lawyer, and I don't know why. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You can't pinpoint it. What is a memory, if you can dig one up, from the ages of like 8 to 14, mm-hmm. maybe 15, let's stop there, 8 to 15, that really created the person that you are today? Can you think of like a core moment in your life or a core memory that really fundamentally created how you think about the world and who you are today? There is one more when I was much younger and I didn't know about it, to be honest. I didn't know about it until I did some self-work on myself, mm. like with a, with a coach. But growing up when I was like, you know, one, two or three, I used to actually have a lot of eczema on my face. And I didn't know this, but my mum used to tell me that people always used to come up and be like, oh, he's so cute. But then they'd be like, oh, what are all those scars on his mm. face? And it was like scabs and scars and all these different things. And I was holding on to like some trauma there, right? Mm. Around being like a young kid and what, what people were saying. And, and that actually affected how I viewed the world in terms of my own self-confidence, my own self-worth and the things that I could go on to want to do mm. and working that out and actually going through the process, that self-work of finding those traumas, that was the early beginnings of actually how I, I started on my path to start founder or ended up starting founder mm. because that then unlocked this something inside of me to, first of all, not even want to start a business, but go and want to find work that I truly enjoyed, Mm. find work that really lit me up, find work that I was passionate about, that got me really excited when I got up in the morning. And I'm not saying that business and entrepreneurship or, or having and running a business is all excitement and it's all fun and <laughs> games because you and I both know, Laurie, it's not, but it's such an incredible experience to be able to create something that helps a lot of people at scale. And then also being able to give back and contribute to the world. And, and it's really fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't give it up like for anything. So good. What's the most fun that you have 
while you're working? Like, when do you lose track of all space and time? What are you doing? Oh, it's got to be, I lose track of space and time when I'm working on a new product or something Mm. in the marketing space around how we're going to do it. But my life is much different now where I'm not so much on the tools and I'm like actually a proper CEO with, you know, an exec team and a leadership team. And I don't get too hands-on or I shouldn't Mm. be. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, but at the same time, I find that really fun, like to, to, to create new products or, you know, we've got a, we've got a, a, a fairly sophisticated machine now where how we produce courses, but yeah, solving problems, uh, around the marketing or product space. That's, that really excites me. I lose space mm. and time. Mm, I love that too. I just love creating and marketing. It's like, Eventually, I want to figure out a way where I'm just in that. But that also takes a lot of time. And and it takes a lot of setup in your life to get to a place where you get to be in your zone of of genius all the time. And mm. usually there's other supplemental businesses and incomes by that time when you, when you get to choose that. So mm. in the future, which I know that you have an amazing business that you love right now, but in the future, is there something that you can see yourself doing that maybe people who know you would be unexpected if you told them? I'm pretty hardcore founder. I yeah. love what we do. Maybe, who knows, there might come a time when I need to take a step back. That probably mm-hmm. would surprise people if I wanted to focus on family, like I don't have mm-hmm. kids. So yeah, there might be a time which would surprise friends that, you know, definitely if I have kids, I'm going to have to take a step back. But everybody knows, uh, my close friends and family around me, how much I love this business, the work that mm-hmm. we do. But yeah, there will have to come a time which will probably surprise you. I have to take a bit of a step back. I can't work that hard on it, et cetera, et cetera, because mm-hmm. I want to have a family. Family's really important to me. Mm. Why is family important to you? Is that something that you saw growing up or is that something you didn't have growing up? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I think for like in my younger years, I used to, I didn't used to appreciate my family, mm-hmm. uh, my mom, my dad, my brother. Mm-hmm. And then as I got, older and I moved, especially when I moved out of home and I was by myself, that's when I really started to appreciate all the things that my parents have done for me. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You you talk about happy place, like going to see my family is is part of my happy place. It makes me so happy to spend time with my family. So yeah, it excites me to have a family of my own. Mm. I love this because, you know, when I, when I talk to people who are, have a a successful business or successful company, it's kind of like, I can always dig in and find that place where they kind of have like this crash pad or this like safe place where they can recharge and rejuvenate and they're like fully accepted, whether that's a family they create or like really incredible entrepreneur friends or whatever that looks like. Have you found that through like your podcast of talking to so many different people that they kind of have this space that they've either created for themselves where they're fully accepted among like they have a core group of friends or they've created like family that are friends or they have like a family background. Have you found anything like that? Like something that makes them feel accepted even if they fail? One thing I do know for a fact is it's important to have people around you that stay, keep you grounded. Mm. It's easy to hear everybody telling you how much of an awesome job you're doing, how good you are and all these wonderful things that feel really nice. But I think it's key that you have to have a good group of of other like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners around you. I Mm -hmm. think that's really, really key. 
yeah, I think I think it's it's also key that you have a group of friends and family that that don't understand work. They actually don't really like they care for you and your well being, mm-hmm. but and the, and they hope the business does well. But like for the most part, they like you for you. I think yeah. that's that's really really important. Amen. I think there's a time in my life, maybe still, that if I asked certain people in my family, they wouldn't actually know what I did or be able to tell you because to them, it's like not a thing. It's just kind of yeah. like you're showing up as a different, you're showing up as a member of, the, of this family unit and you just show up differently, which I think is really like refreshing in life to have as well. How has founder, the vision changed from the beginning to now? In the early days when I started Founder, I just wanted to find work that I was passionate about. And I started this magazine, literally Laurie, as a side hobby passion project. But what I quickly realized as I started to to interview these people, this is like almost 10 years ago now, what I started to realize, because the way that it started was I started to hear stories around friends of friends starting online businesses and having a whole ton of success with no experience whatsoever. And so I started with this just genuine curiosity, how the hell are these people doing it? And, you know, podcasts, all those kinds of things weren't that big back then. And as I started to interview people, what I found out was these stories are, are incredible, right? And and like I was publishing them in the magazine, I needed to share them with as many people as possible. And, you know, the vision was small, right? How, how can I share them with, with, with as many people as possible? but at the same time, find work I was passionate about. Mm. But then as time went on and, you know, I built it up, it took me about a year to go full time. And then I left my job and then I started to build the business. And, and I realized that I, this could be so much more than a lifestyle business. And I could build one of the largest mass market online entrepreneurial brands in the world that helps a lot of people at scale and, and then I realized that we could build one of the largest online business schools in the world with people teaching that have actually done it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the people that are on the front covers that we interview on our magazine to actually teach some of these courses. So, yes, it has definitely evolved over time. Honestly, as my confidence has grown and also as, the, as I've seen the opportunity of what we can build. There's like some core beliefs underneath that to be able to sit there and say, you know, I, I realized I would be able to build like the biggest online education platform or the biggest, all of these things that you can see founder being or or that it is. But there's a lot of people right now who have a business that they're like, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't even let myself say that. So what's a core belief that you hold about yourself that you can carry a belief that big? Like, wow, I really believe I can have the biggest X, Y, and Z. Like, what is a core belief that you know? Is it that you know how to build a team around you? Is it that you know you have confidence in yourself because of, you know, certain things that have happened in the past? Like, what is that core belief that allows you to dream that big? Well, to be honest, I never used to, Laurie. My whole life growing up, I never really accomplished much. Mm. Uh, Founder, I would say, would be my biggest accomplishment in in many ways, uh, especially from a career and academia standpoint. So when I started, the vision was nowhere near as big. But then as time went on, for whatever reason in me, I just realized the opportunity and I built my confidence over time. And yeah, I don't know what what switched in my belief system or when it was, but I think 
as time goes on and you start to, you know, you start to see, okay, wow, we have one of the largest uh, Instagram accounts in the entrepreneurship space. Or, you know, we interview some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation. Yes, we still haven't interviewed Elon Musk, but we eventually will. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I don't know, something that d- develops over time, but then also it's as much as belief as it is just seeing what you can build, seeing that future, seeing like how incredible it could be, seeing how like how fun or even how exciting that journey could be, how rewarding it could be to build something of, mm. of that kind of scale is is kind of cool to, to think about. And it's easy to talk, right? It's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy even to just say it. But you know what? That's 50% of the battle. Yeah. It sounds like you you hold a vision and you visualize a lot. Do you find that you are definitely someone who thinks of the future a lot and like allows it to, do you allow yourself and actually make it a practice to think of the future and visualize how big you want to go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, not a, it's not a deliberate practice, but yeah, that is definitely happening all the time. But yeah, I think the key takeaway as well is like if you if you have goals, you know, whatever they are, let's just say, you know, you want to, you know, leave your job and you want to build a business that's making $10,000 a month. If you believe that you can do that, like truly believe, truly believe that, that you can do that. And it's, it's like, yep, it's done. If mm-hmm. it's already done in your mind, that's actually half the battle. Mm-hmm. Isn't that insane? Like the fact that Elon Musk wants to take people to Mars and, and we can actually live there. And, and that's what all he talks about and, and it's the vision. I don't know if he thinks it's already done. I, I think he does. I, I believe there's mm-hmm. conviction. I think he thinks so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, so that's half the battle, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important takeaway wherever you're at that mindset is absolutely critical and important when it comes to high performance in anything, mm-hmm. whether it's sport, whether it's fitness, whether it's career, doesn't matter. Your Mm. mindset is so key. Whenever you're trying to grow a business, it's like you talk to all of these other people who are business owners and they tell you what the game changer was. And it's always a person. It's, I found this incredible person. They helped me do X, Y, and Z. The hard part is finding them. So Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. So if you're impatient like me, Indeed's US data shows over 80% of Indeed's employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. So while you're utilizing the Indeed platform to post your job, find your candidates and conduct candidate assessments, you can also interview your candidates directly on Indeed using the virtual interviews feature. Indeed's virtual interview tool means there's nothing to download, just click and talk. You can message, schedule, and interview top talent all in one place without having to install any extra plugins, downloads, or purchases. It's so easy and saves you a ton 
ton of time, something that I refuse to spend frivolously. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications from resumes in the database matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash happy to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash happy. Indeed.com slash happy. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's something that you're working on with your mindset right now? Maybe something that you like really are desiring or change of maybe focusing on health or something in business that you're, what are you already visualizing? What are you trying to get to? I think I've had a pretty good run so far at Founder. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the highs are high and the lows are low. So, you know, when you take a hit, it can be tough. So I'm working Mm -hmm. on my resilience Mm -hmm. and uh, mental toughness. And one really important thing around that is I'm, I just joined a, a, a group called YPO. Have you mm-hmm. heard of YPO? Yep. Yep. So I just joined YPO and I'm just getting placed in a forum. So I'm really excited to have a new kind of mastermind group. And really, honestly, the plan is, and I think that will be the case, that I'll not be like, I'll be literally the dumbest person in the room. It's the best. And <laughs> then that'll, that'll really help me level up. So I'm always continuing to build my network. I'm always continuing to find and meet really, really, Mm. really smart, incredible people that I can learn from. And then in turn, that will help with my mindset. Okay. I love that so much. And this is so key. So I want to chat about this because you just said you're finding rooms where you're the dumbest person in the room, which is obviously the key to growing. But I think when people think of this, there's a lot of people who they can go find that room or they know where to go, but they like book the ticket to the thing or join the mastermind or do the coaching program or they, you know, buy the the online education. But when they go and do it, they're like so uncomfortable or right before they do, they're like, they talk themselves out of it because they're like, it shouldn't feel this bad. Or I feel too nervous. This is too scary. Like, can you share what you feel like going into it but how do you make sure that you show up or how do you hold yourself accountable? Like, do you think of the future pain if you don't do it? Do you know that you're going to stay the same? Like, what do you access to make yourself go and do the tough stuff? I work really, really, really hard, Laurie, to say if I commit to something or if I say I'm going to do it, I do it. Because if I don't, then I will start playing tricks on my mind Mm -hmm. that it's okay to not do things I I say I'm going to do and then I form a bad habit. And then I'm constantly doing things, not do, I'm constantly saying I'm going to do things and don't do them. And that's okay in my mind. So I, mm. I've trained myself and that, look, it's not with a hundred percent, but it's in the calendar. It gets done. If it's, if right. it's an action, it's on my, like, like, like I, I just try very, very hard and set a set of rule and set of standards for myself that. I follow through. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it and I commit. And if I continue doing that and keep showing up, then that's how I get the outcomes. Mm. Um, so that's how I think about things and that's how I try and operate. And oh I know goodness. it might sound overly simplified. No, I, are you kidding me? It's the simple things done consistently that work the best in my life, yeah. for sure. Like what you just said is you literally are building, that's how we and myself and I just feel like people who have confidence 
build confidence is like, I can be confident that if I'm going to say yes to something, I'm going to follow through. And that only happens because we show up for it, right? Otherwise we lose confidence in ourselves, And that's when our self-esteem goes in the crapper and <laughs> we start to be like, wow, I can't trust myself or I suck at that. It's like, even if you like show up and suck, you still showed up. And so that's like a confidence builder within yourself, you know? So I always think that I'm like, even if I felt terrible, even if I sucked, like I'm so proud of myself, it's a pride builder. It's a confidence builder. Like I'm so proud for following through. And that sounds like your follow through is so like intensely accurate that that is something that's like pulled you through to all of your success. Because isn't it just crazy how we're so afraid of failing, but failure is like the only way to learn and and be successful. So what is something recently that you feel like you're working through some things that maybe you're failing quickly at, or you had to learn that did not feel natural or very good to kind of get to this next phase of your life and business? I would say a big one would be hiring the right people. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, that is tough. That mm-hmm. is that is really, really, really tough. And I'm working through it. I'm working mm-hmm. through it and I'm getting better. And actually being comfortable with the fact that you can hire incredible people that they're a great culture fit. They've got the skills and experience and it just doesn't, it just does it's just once they come into the business, it's just not a fit. It's just not mm-hmm. working, right? Mm-hmm. And being comfortable, you can't get that right. Even really key roles, you know, like... That's definitely one thing I'm working through. I think it's a big one. If you're like me, you're obsessed with beautiful, healthy hair. I was just in the airport the other day and complimented this woman who literally had the best hair I have ever seen. I want that. So you guys, I've always wanted amazing hair and I've had to really work for it because uh, naturally my hair is not super awesome. So to be honest, it took me a while to understand what made great hair and great hair is healthy hair. So with Way's new scalp serum and thick and full supplements, it's a great way to promote thicker, fuller, healthier hair. Way's thick and full hair supplements are one a day supplement that supports healthy, strong hair, reducing the appearance of shedding. They're vegan and contain beauty boosting ingredients such as biotin and pea shoot extract that promote thicker, fuller strands. Supplement the supplements with Way's new scalp serum, which can be used every day, both day or night with wet or dry hair. It's super versatile. The serum soothes irritation from tight ponytails, which is exactly what I wear all the time. And it also helps with excessive hair detangling. As someone who's totally guilty of the super high ponytail, this is a huge lifesaver for me. I also have color treated hair so it's super safe for that because I do treat my hair every six to eight weeks and with color it does tend to lean more on the dry side so for years I wasn't doing anything outside of my usual hair appointments to support the health of my hair but now after having tried so many different systems and products I've landed on the reliability and proven results of whey my hair is so much softer and I've definitely noticed a lot of shedding being gone in the shower so grow all the way through whey scalp serum and thick and full supplements. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code Lori to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code Lori. Oh my gosh, my sister-in-law is 
has been in HR and for startups. And now she does it for like in, incredible companies, like incredible big companies all over. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's real. It's, it's throughout. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how big your company is. Like that's probably the number, I would say maybe the number one pain point is like getting people in the right, getting A players and A player positions, making sure they're happy, keeping them right now. Like, especially with just the entrepreneur, like world that's going on out there, people realize they're good and they want to start their own thing too, you know? So it is, I think it's like the fastest self-development, isn't it? Like even just for you as the person hiring, because it can be a great person, but when you see it's not a fit, like you have to have those hard conversations. And mm. that is where it's tough, I think, for me is like, how do we have these tough but honest, real conversations to move things forward quickly? Because I feel like I feel like people keep people too long because they're afraid to have them. Yeah, I agree. Look, that just comes with time. Mm-hmm. That just comes with time. I think the biggest thing that yeah, that's another thing that I'm getting better at as a as a CEO and founder is is having the hard conversations and not being afraid of confrontation. Mm-hmm. Do you know and that Tim ability- Ferriss quote? If if you don't know it, I want to I want to give it to you because it has changed my life. Like with with mm-hmm. this particular thing, since you're working it through it as well, he says your level of of success will be measured upon the amount of tough conversations you're willing to have in a day. And I was like, yeah, wow damn. Okay. Got it. <laughs> like noted. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that one kind of helped me with where like hiring and, and things like that. I was like, all right, like how do I have these tough conversations faster and loving? Because that's going to depend like how fast we can go and how fast you can learn and be successful. So, okay. So hiring, that's one thing right now for you. And I, the crazy part is it's probably always going to be for us a a thing as an entrepreneur for you. How did you like learn how to hire? Who did you talk to to like have that, those conversations of even like what questions to ask? Like, how do I know when I'm supposed to hire? Who do I know to have around me? Do you have a mentor who kind of helps you? Yeah. Yeah. I have many mentors that that helped me through through all sorts of things and somewhat of an advisory board and all sorts of things. One process that somebody put me onto, we're not so much using it at the moment, but I thought it's it's really interesting and somewhat somewhat powerful is the top grading process. Top Mm -hmm. grading is a well-known hiring process. But how do I get better at it? Honestly, that's a big question that I ask a lot of people that I interview Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, businesses are built by people. Yep. And it's your job to go out and find the best possible people you can. That skill of seeing talent, harnessing talent, and putting the right people on the right in the right on the bus and in the right seats is, mm. is absolutely key and critical. Mm. So that's just something that that I've just been learning over time. But really just from speaking to to friends that are, you know have successful businesses from mentors and advisors and then also from from speaking to to people that that I interview that I'm lucky enough to interview I think that those are the three ways I've really learned and then just experience right like you learn mm-hmm. <laughs> usually the hard way but that's the fast way okay I would love to know this answer <laughs> there has been a time where you maybe didn't realize it at first, but all of a sudden you had the awareness that 
you know, the business isn't growing the way that you want. And you realized that you were the bottleneck of the company. Like you were stalling the growth. Have you had that? And what were you doing? And what did you do to change it? Yes, I have. That has definitely happened. And I think that's an evolution for every founder. Mm -hmm. Where you realize that it's easy it's easy to get caught up in the weeds it's easy to get caught up in the details and sweat things that really don't matter and that's time you're actually wasting it's time you're wasting on thinking about it and it's also time you're robbing from people that you're supposed to be holding to account to be responsible mm. for that thing that's what I was going to say before Laurie like that's a big thing, you know. It's it's one thing to have hard conversations. It's another just being able to hold people to account. Oh yeah. As a, as a leader, and if if somebody has an area and they're employed to be responsible for something, and you've made it clear what success looks like, and and they're not performing, and you're trying to coach them and and empower them, work them through it, then something has to change, right? And But you've got to be realistic as well with your expectations of what success looks like as well. So so coming back to your original question, uh, have I become a bottleneck before mm. and worked that out? Yes, 110%. And really what the big catalyst for me was burnout. Mm. I was doing so many things, helping so many people that it just was not sustainable and I burnt out and I didn't mm. realize it. And mm -hmm. that's when I realized that it, one, it's okay for, for a business to outgrow somebody and that there's certain stages and certain people for certain stages. And two, that you need to empower others and hold people to account and, and you can't do everything. And that's, that's mm -hmm. the key. That's a key to a great CEO, finding great people, giving them everything they need to run with it and just letting them go and getting out of their way. Mm. And for, for you and letting them get in their zone of genius so you can do that too. And I mm. think that's that's a maturity thing. It, it, it's an entrepreneurial maturity thing. Mm. So good. Okay, if you could go back in time just to yourself at the beginning of found, of creating this and you couldn't talk to yourself, you could only leave like three things on a piece of paper saying like that could speed you up, that could either accelerate you make it easier, or just make it more enjoyable? What are three things you would tell yourself? Any of those. It could be easier. It could make it faster. It could make it more enjoyable. What would you say? I'd say what you said, that that Tim Ferriss quote. Mm. Like that, that is key. Mm. I agree. I'd also say to have more fun mm. on the journey. And to celebrate the wins and not beat yourself up and be kinder to yourself. And then lastly, I would say focus on subscription revenue. Let's dive into that one, mm. which I love those. But let's dive into that. Why? Why subscription? I was just listening to some podcast just talking about all the best ways to kind of make money right now. Tell me about subscription, why you're excited about it, why you'd go back and tell yourself that if you could give yourself context. I think if I was to go back and, and think of all the things that we've done at Founder, I think having predictability or, or a decent proportion of your revenue somewhat predictable just allows you, it's harder, right? It's, it's harder to build, but it compounds faster. It compounds faster and 
it yields faster growth. Uh, well, it doesn't, it, it's not a sure thing, right? Like I cannot be more clear, like wherever you're at in your business, don't just turn, you don't want to just turn into subscription and and then you turn it on and you assume those people will be forever because that just mm-hmm. doesn't happen. If you can create products or services where you effectively can provide value over time and it's a utility where, you know, your service or product has an ongoing value creation, you can have a subscription service, then I just think it's it's just an easier business to build. That's just what I believe. Well, it's not easier. That's a wrong word. That's a bad word. It's not an easier business to build, but it will, I think, will help you get to where you want to go faster mm. over time. So if someone's new, we're thinking about creating courses, creating events, creating a product, you would say to them, think of the subscription first. Like think of how your business could ultimately have that or funnel into that. You would just make them think of that process. It it depends. It depends. So for me, right, it depends. It depends on the person Mm. and what they want to build. See, for me at Founder, we have a course machine. Yeah. Where we're putting out a lot of courses all the time now, right? Like one every couple of months, one new course, right? And eventually that'll be one a month and eventually it'll be one every week. And I have this grand vision around how we can build one of the largest online business schools in the world. So it makes sense to have a, a subscription or a membership or all access product. But if it's somebody that does have a, a call, like an online education business or a coaching business, if it were me, I would find a way of having depending on your goals, right? Depending on your goals. If you want to have a lifestyle business, then maybe not. But mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, that, that you you have to find a way to have some, uh, like even a portion of your revenue to be, have predictability. I think that is mm. key. Let's talk about that. Cause you have an, you have a, a program that's like an all access pass called Founder Plus. Mm. Tell me about this because I have built everything I've built, not because I went, to school, I didn't even graduate high school, but because I literally did everything online or went to masterminds or learned essentially online. So I want to know all about this because I feel like you have kind of the platform for everything depending upon what people want to do. Yeah. So look, um, let's just start from the beginning. I started Founder as a magazine and over time, I started to create online courses. The first course was a course on Instagram mm. because I grew founders Instagram really, really fast. And I didn't, I didn't want to create a course around that. It just so happened a lot of people were asking me to consult on it if they could do it for their business. And then I said, no. And then I like, do you have a course? And then I created this course and it was a cohort based course, you know, a live work series of live workshops. And I really enjoyed it. And what I quickly realized was this opportunity, what if I created a platform where the people that I was interviewing were teaching as well? And that was about five years ago. Mm. And over time, we started to do that. And, you know, we started to create courses on all sorts of topics that our audiences wanted to learn about because we have access to these people. And we started to build a platform. And then over time, what we've realized is we're actually doing people a disservice by making people, if they wanted to access every course, to pay for them individually. Mm. And we also 
still had this vision of building this incredibly large online business school. So the ambition has been to how do we build a product where it's a membership, it's the ultimate membership for an entrepreneur where you learn cutting edge topics around digital marketing from people that are actually doing it and you can stay up to date with what's working right now. Like we just launched a program on TikTok ads and we found somebody that spent millions of dollars on ads profitably and we've got Gerardo to give back on our platform and effectively, yeah, we're building this this alternative MBA where, you know, for a really cost affordable annual fee of $1,500 a year, you get access to all of our courses and future courses with all the proven frameworks from each of these founders and, uh, you know, a like-minded community. And, you know, we'll, eventually we're going to have learning pathways and you can use Founder Plus to skill up your team. And that's the ambition. And that's why we created it. And so it was an evolution. Couldn't do it straight away. That's why I said to you before, Laurie, it depends when you said, oh, should everybody do this? No, it depends on the vision and, and what you're trying to build. But for us, I want to build a superior product. And I think giving people access to all of our courses as one product is a better offer than buying each one individually. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously mm-hmm. much more cost affordable at uh, buying a subscription versus mm. spending 500 or $1,000 a course. I love that just because I've bought so many courses and and sometimes you just need even little pieces of them. Like I've been like, hey, got yeah. what I need on this one, you know, like a copywriting yeah. course or and we don't all have time to take all of these different courses all the time. So I love that you can kind of even select, you know, maybe I'm going to do a module of this, a module of that and, and just get what you, because when you get to a certain point in your business, you're kind of just wanting to access what you need, right? Mm. Like you want to consume what you need and not over consume because that's just too much for the brain. So I love, love, love that business model. All right. So if we are obsessed with this idea and we want to get into the all access for courses and we're ready to go, what do we do? Where do we go? Oh, just go to our website, founder.com, founder without the E. Uh, so founder.com forward slash membership. And yeah, you can get access to our access pass. Amazing. I'm so grateful for you. I would love to know one last thing that you would share with someone who is starting to scale their business. Is there anything that comes to mind that when you were in like the messy middle that you wish you could go back and tell yourself? Focus on team, focus Mm. on the people, focus on the leaders. Mm. So good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You guys definitely go check out the website. It's incredible. Give Founder a follow. That's F-O-U-N-D-R. Go check it out. And one of the biggest gifts that you can give our guest outside of purchasing, obviously, is to give him a tag and let him know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast. We always love to see what you learned and who was listening. So until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone.